Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Still, that's America. And the greatest success story the world has ever known. Hey, friends, I want you to know that we're in the midst of a heated battle. And uh, quite frankly, the words of Al Sharpton do come to mind right here, except... It's got to come out of the mouths of conservatives at this point. It's got to come out of the mouths of Republicans. But you know what? I don't think it's going to happen. I hate to sound like uh, uh, one of these people who is just, you know, uh, throwing up their hands and giving up the fight. No, 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 no. Uh, I know that I deal with a lot of idealists and, and uh, who are close, close friends and associates. But I have always been a realist. Uh, one of those people who, and not, you know, I'm, I'm giving God the credit, but I can translate the writing on the wall. Okay. And, and, and Hey friends, even though I'm, I, we're, we're going to fight on, but Al Sharpton says these words. And I think that it may be, uh, some words that you need to embrace. No justice. No peace. Now, look, I, I, I know that the cover up was complete. That's what I'm beginning to see from my uh, scrounging around and searching around the, the cover up of any proof that the election was rigged is complete. I think I think it's complete. And let me tell you this, though. Being a man of faith, I know that if, in fact, this election is overturned, it will be an act of God. And you will know whether or not it is he who sits on the ultimate throne that wants this man to continue to govern our nation, or in my opinion, we're going to find out if there is some kind of, by our own choosing, keep in mind, by our own choosing, America, there is some judgment that is about to come down on America. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us throughout the Fruited Plains. And uh, it is a great day in the USA. Got a gangbuster show for you coming up here at the bottom of this hour, the uh, end of this segment. We're going to have on Walkaway founder 
and the organizer of what's coming up here on the 15th, this Sunday, in Washington, D.C., the founder of Walk Away, Brandon Straka, will be here with me. I was with him up in Detroit just a uh, a couple of days ago, I spoke at a rally that he put on up there, FreedomWorks, my um, uh, colleague, uh, parent, FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org, go there, uh, company uh, had sent me up there. Man, I was on my way to Florida and uh, in the airport, <laughs> my, in the airport, my uh, destination changed in the way that, that we would be there. And so um, it took me up to Detroit, Michigan, and was glad to join forces with the walkaway movement, join FreedomWorks to them. He's going to be with me at uh, 1124, coming up at 1124 today. And then after the top of the news hour of the, the next hour, Lieutenant, I mean, no, Lieutenant Governor, Attorney General, Attorney General of my state, my home state, the great state of Louisiana, Jeff Landry, my friend, will be with me. And uh, Jeff's going to talk to us about why, why, we need to be concerned about the vote being true. Are you hearing me? What constitutes and what makes us think that that something fraudulent? Is there any indication that something fraudulent may have occurred? Now, Jeff uh, has a way of putting that thing uh, that all of us are going to be able to understand it. And I'm glad that uh, he's going to be on with us. Hadn't had him on in a long time now. And it's time to get back to uh, hearing from uh, voices in America today like Jeff Landry's and Brandon Straka, who will be on with me here in the next 15 minutes. Hey, friends. No justice. No peace. Now, you Republicans are not. I know that those those very words, those very words used to irk the daylights out of any of us who were conservative leaning and we were hearing that, uh, you know, things had gone down bad and unjust for someone in certain communities, whether it's Latino, black, uh, poor, what have you, you know, you, you, you always go out and out, lead its forces out, out sharpen, will lead its forces out into the street. No justice, no peace. Well, hey, listen, I, I, I'm really telling you this. I'm, I'm saying to you that it is time now. It is time now. To take a, a lesson from that example, you conservatives, you Republicans, you need to become activists. And you can do that if you go to freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org, 
and become a part of the largest grassroots movement in the nation. I'm proud to be a senior fellow with them. Uh, and of course, my thoughts are my own and I wear several hats and Freedom Works is one of those hats that I wear. And you need to become a part of that movement. Uh, Freedom Works, freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org. Because at this point in time, activism, we've been teaching it for years. Years. And a lot of people never really understood exactly what we did. In fact, the president of our company, um, um, Adam Brandon, was uh, saying to me one day that, uh, you know, some of his relatives, his father, you know, great man, Ed Brandon, he said, um, <laughs> He really didn't know what he did. You know, he, he could you know, it was hard. His father didn't understand what it was he did, what, what it was, you know, really we did. And I know that I run into a lot of people across the nation uh, who don't understand what it is we do. Well, uh, you know, I don't know why I'm, all of these Democrat images are coming to my mind, but it's sort of like Nancy Pelosi told you about that, that uh, Obamacare bill. You need to join Freedom Works. Yeah, freedomworks.org. You need to go there and get in it to find out what we're doing. That's that's the best way to do it. You need to get involved in it before you can find out what's going on. (laughs) And that's the way it is with any family. That's a big family we have. We have nearly 6 million. uh, 6 million activists just like you. Just like you who may not have joined already on the ground. Who, in fact, carry not only the good news of lower taxes... Uh, the free market and less government but also the good news of we the American people and how strong we have been and how strong we are and shall remain we need to carry that good news freedomworks.org now no justice no peace Republicans say it with me no justice no peace Who is going to create the unrest now that those who were unrestful seem to be so gleeful? Oh, they're they're galloping, galloping around their living rooms on their stick horses with glee, with glee, because they have denied you. The American people, even their own side, justice at the voting booth. Listen, I was saying to you yesterday, and this is really what this boils down to. It boils down to basically the same type of scenario. And the word is P-R-O-O-F. You know that most of the evidence for a rigged and election, uh, at least enough to overturn an election, has been destroyed. You know that. And even with Mark Furman's best efforts, <laughs> what a silly guy, OJ still couldn't prove he was guilty, even though all of us knew. Oh, yeah, the black ones, too. He had something to do with that. (laughs) 
way. He may not have done the actual, but he he knew he he probably knew he did, but couldn't prove it. Couldn't prove it. So there's no justice there, at least in the minds of the family of the murdered victims, Goldman and the Brown family. Uh, is is Harvey Weinstein uh, not only a pedophile but a rapist? Well, in the words of Dave Chappelle, <laughs> if I was just to look at Harvey, um, I would I would have to say, well, well most likely so, <laughs> most likely, <laughs> but. Uh, Proving it now, because you can't judge by you cannot judge books by their cover. In, in Harvey's case, it's pretty, pretty pretty easy to come to the conclusion that he might be, you know, one of one of the two, or maybe both of those. Proving it is a whole nother story. So we come to this. 2020 presidential election. We were told, we were told over and over and over by the sitting president of the United States, Donald John Trump, that if we take Pennsylvania, we'll take it all. Well, we could have took Pennsylvania. But they're the masters of rigging elections. Can be said. Can be said by anybody. Can you prove it? Oh, you've had all kinds of whistleblowers come forth. Hadn't changed anything in the way they do business. So my whole point is this. Now, come Sunday. The 15th, Brandon Strzoka, who's coming up here in just a few minutes, is going to sponsor a rally, walk away, is sponsoring it, Rescue America. Now, I like that. I like that because that is the mission now. We're on a rescue mission. And we are on that mission in order to defend democracy. That's the rally that's taking place on November the 15th. This Sunday, wish I could be there. I can't be there. But join him and... uh, One of my little friends, C.J. Pearson, is going to be there with him. And my good buddy, Ali Alexander, will be there as well, along with Brandon Straka, who will be my next guest coming up. Yeah. Glad to have had an influence on all of these young people's lives. And so um, we look forward to speaking to him. But now, Americans, the question is this what are you huh what are you prepared to do tell me tell me now what are you prepared 
could do. You're going to have to choose whether you're going to be a uh, <laughs> an on-your-behind activist or like Joe Manchin said, uh, defund the police, my butt, on-your-butt activist. Sitting on your couch, yelling at the TV. Or are you going to actually do something? You see, I do more than just come into this little studio that I have here, like COVID. And, and I got to talk about that here later on the show, how they're going to dupe you with all this COVID stuff. I'm telling you. Americans are fed up with it. They would rather suffer the consequences than to be slaves to this. I know I would. Hey, I, I've always told you that I feel that God knew what can come. Our creator knows what can come on this planet. He knows and there is nothing uh, malady or temptation or illness or anything common to man that God has not already provided in our natural makeup that will not strengthen us against it. Now, do you lose people along the way? Of course you do. But that is a consequence of our fallen nature. You, you, you can't fix that type of uh, continuing sickness that comes upon humanity, especially when it's being helped along by evil governments like the Chinese government. Oh, you cannot tell me that the Chinese government did not do this purposely. The president tried to tell you. But no good deed goes unpunished. No good deed goes unpunishment, unpunished. And the ultimate punishment for Donald John Trump had to be since everything else failed. Since Russian collusion failed. Huh? Since that failed. Since the impeachment failed. Since all of that failed, what was left? What was next? They took out, you talk about the nuclear option. The nuclear option for them was to steal. They tried to lie. They tried and they did cheat people associated with Donald John Trump like they were criminals. You ask a decorated general like General Flynn what they'll do to you. You ask him. You ask him what they'll do to you. Yeah, you stick around. On the other side of the break, I have Brandon Straka coming up founder of walk away and also he is sponsoring this Sunday. I'll be back. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA throughout the fruited plains of a, a nation that is the greatest nation still on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant coming to you over the talk monster, Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in the nation. If you're traveling through Times Square, look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, and there you will see the talk monster billboard, the Red State Talk billboard, and every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does come up they're on that billboard about a half a block away from where they drop the big ball. Don't think that's happening this year. And OCL's face is looking right back at ya. Well, the times they are a changing. And let me tell you something. You got these nutty, twisted Democrats riding around on their stick horses in their living rooms, jumping up and down with glee right now because... Well, they think that they have won, and quite frankly, without your help, they will. But you need to take a playbook from the radical lefties and say, like Al Sharpton would say, you Republicans, you conservatives, no justice, no peace. Somebody who understands how to raise that kind of noise is my next guest. I heard him do it myself in Detroit just this past week. Help me welcome to the show someone who will be putting on Rescue America. And folks, we are on a rescue mission right now to save our republic, to defend our democracy. Brandon Straka, welcome to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, brother? Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Thank you. Glad that you could be with us. Brandon, you know I admire your work. And let me say this to you, or let me ask you this. What is the genesis of Rescue America rally that you have coming up Sunday? Well, so we actually started doing these Rescue America rallies during the summer, I'd say around the month of June or July. We began launching them all over the country in blue cities and blue states because it was sort of a response to the radical left, Antifa, BLM, who were out busting up America, burning it down, breaking windows, causing havoc. And I wanted to provide a platform for, you know, conservative-minded people or just anybody, actually, who's anti-radical left to come out and stand up to these people because they were the only ones leaving their houses, you know, breaking everything up. 
And then it just sort of morphed throughout the summer and the fall into really sort of a plea to wake people up, wake Americans up, because look, we're at the most dire of crossroads going into this last election. You know, it's the choice between the preservation of America and our traditions and our values or radical leftism and complete progressive takeover. So that's where that was all um, the genesis of that. But Sunday is now about fighting for free and fair elections and making sure that this election does not get stolen from the American people. Absolutely right, folks. And I want you to join him wherever you are throughout the Fruited Plains. Make your way to D.C. Let's make it a big deal. We're going to hear from Brandon Strzok, a founder of the Walk Away Movement, how you can do that. Brandon, let me ask you this. Is the cocoon being ripped away finally from around conservatives who know nothing about how to be activists and uh, or organizations like yours and ours, Freedom Works? Is it possible that there's an awakening going on uh, in that circle of patriots? Talk to us about that. Is it necessary? Oh, 100% it's necessary. There's no doubt about the fact that this is extremely necessary. And th- th- listen, this I can tell you one thing that, that illustrates how necessary this is. This is what I keep telling conservatives and people who have left the left. The radical left back in the month of June, uh, early June after George Floyd had died, basically began gathering by the thousands, tens of thousands, stamping their feet, going out marching, showing up, demonstrating, and they were demanding things like defund the police. They were demonizing our law enforcement. And within just a couple of short months, we actually now have politicians running on platforms of defunding the police. We actually have uh, radical leftists in office who are defunding the police. That's the power of actually showing up. You can have the most uh, catastrophic, terrible idea, but if you get enough people together marching and stomping their feet, You'll get what you want. And so what I'm trying to encourage is uh, common sense people, logical thinking people to now come together and fight back against these radicals who are taking over our country. It is paramount that conservatives stop being quiet, stop being this silent majority and start showing up. And the last thing I'll say on the issue, too, is we saw in this election, however, it turns out. An enormous amount of people did walk away from the left. I think that my movement has been incredibly successful, and I think a big part of the reason why we see so many black, Hispanic, Jewish, LGBT people now leaving the left. These people are not going to leave the left and be quiet. These are former liberals who have had enough of of what leftism is, what the Democrats are, and I think they're going to bring that same energy over to the right, that fight and that passion, which we need desperately. Are we seeing, um, are we on, Brandon Straka, the brink of an American revolution in this country? Is this the catalyst? Is this the powder keg, the shot that might be fired into it, uh, this fraudulent election? Could this spark such a thing? Talk to us. Yeah, I truly believe that is the case, because Donald Trump came to represent so much to so many people that went far beyond just being a typical leader or being a typical president. For the first time, I think in many people's lifetimes, at my lifetime, certainly, we see a Republican leader who is an absolute street fighter. Uh, he digs in his heels, he fights back, he barks back, he doesn't get pushed around, he doesn't get intimidated. And so that kind of energy, I think, inspired the people on the right, and they said, Yes, this is exactly what we want. This guy not only represents my values, but he's willing to fight for them, and he's willing to not roll over. And now the prospect of losing him, 
I think has really shaken a lot of people awake. And they realize, look, we can't hinge every hope that we have on Donald Trump. We have to have a little bit of that fighter spirit and fighter energy ourselves. We can't just sit around, you know, 364 days a year and go out and vote, you know, one day every four years, one day every couple of years. We have to take that fight 365 days a year if we want to save our country and save our society. And I think Donald Trump really sparked that revolution. You know, numbers is what I've, I've always done, and I've always crunched numbers. And when we look at the number of blacks who walked away, uh, ran away from the Democrat Party, when we look at the, the Latinos that walked away from the Democrat Party, numerically, uh, if we just look at the numbers, Brandon, it's almost mathematically impossible that this president lost this election uh, because you're looking at percentages, not 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 just numbers. You're looking at percentages that walked away. The percentages should have given him the election alone. The reason I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning this is because do you expect that to increase or will there be a falling back to the same old lackadaisical thinking that the Democrats had? before Joe Biden uh, pulled what he pulled. Talk to us. Well, yeah, so I definitely think that, you know, these numbers, so if you look at statistically the amount of people who did walk away, then what you're left with is this assumption that, well, if Joe Biden really did get the number of votes that he actually got, that they're claiming that he got, which seems highly unlikely, what that would have to tell you then is that the Democrat Party is becoming the party of straight white people. Because you have all of the minorities fleeing the left, coming over to the right. So congratulations, Democrats, for all of your big hype and your talk about inclusivity and diversity and all these things. You're becoming the party of straight white people. And the other thing that I'll say is that, you know, with Walkaway, we spent the last two years traveling the country doing this sort of outreach. We're not just a Facebook group. We're not just a trending hashtag on Twitter. You know, we did Black Americans town halls all across the country. We did Hispanic Americans town halls. We did LGBT town halls. And we're going to continue to do that in the coming years. Walkaway was never about one election or one president. We were never about endorsing one candidate. We're about a movement trying to wake up the left and get people to walk away from the Democratic Party. And that work will not end regardless of how this election turns out. I'm going to be right back on the road in 2021 doing my events and talking to these minority communities. And Brandon, let's make sure that our paths cross out on uh, the road. And uh, let me ask you this. Tell everybody, tell everybody how they can get you to a city near them if they are so inclined to help your movement. How do they do that? Well, people should go to walkawaycampaign.com. And uh, there are just, you know, play around a little bit on our website. I think we have an events tab that has some links that people want to try to, uh, you know, get uh, walk away to their city or their state or if they want to bring me out there to speak or, or anything like that. But for the meantime, what I really want to encourage people to do who are in the D.C. area, and I know a lot of people are for this, there are a variety of different marches for Trump happening tomorrow, Saturday. Now, our event, Walk Away, is doing a rally on Sunday, 10 a.m., uh, John Marshall Park. This is called uh, Defend Democracy Rally. And so we really, we'd really we like people to register if possible. It's absolutely free. They can do that at walkawaycampaign.com. Click rallies. But please show up 10 a.m. Sunday morning at John Marshall Park to defend the president, to defend free and fair elections, and to, to defend our democracy. Show up, folks. Show up. Last question for you, Brandon Straka. Legacy. Yes, 
when it's all said and done, and you don't strike me as the type of person that will be sitting in a rocking chair anytime soon, but at some point nope. you'll hang up your spurs and you'll be looking into the sunset and you'll be reflecting on where you've come. Legacy, what do you want us to say about the life that you left us? Well, I hope that people will look back and, and see me and see my organization as uh, someone who really stood up for for truth and for justice and for the American way at a time when uh, our country and our society was under attack. I hope they'll say, you know, he was a, a brave truth, truth teller. I think that's that would be the greatest legacy that I could leave. Absolutely. You know, uh, my good friend, uh, Andrew Breitbart, uh, actually echoed those same, that same sentiment. Listen, man, God bless you and God keep you. Fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Brandon Strzok, a founder, walk away movement. Hey, folks, be there Sunday, the 15th. Be there in Washington, D.C. Bring somebody with you. Defend America. Let's defend democracy. Thank you, man, for being on with me. Talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was Brandon Straka. Um, walk away. And, um, hey, it's time now for all of us to come out of our cocoons and understand that <laughs> a new day has dawned. The times, they are a-changing. And... Uh, as I said earlier, there are people galloping around who are liberals in their living rooms, up and down their hallways of their liberal businesses and whatever, on their stick horses with their cowboy hats waving. <laughs> yeah. Gleefully gleefully going along with what they themselves must know is a mathematical impossibility just on what I told you listen I'm not talking numbers of blacks numbers of Latinos that left the Democrat party that ran away from it. And keep in mind, I'm the runaway slave. Long before people could walk away, they had to run away. I had to run away. That was my movie. Long before there was a walk away or a Blexit or any of that type of thing. That's the catalyst. My film was the catalyst for that. But percentages. When you take away certain percentages, not just votes, 50,000 votes, just 50,000 votes. But when you take away percentages, the first Trump run, he got 8% of the black vote. Certainly helped him over the finish line. He got twice that much of the black vote this time. I'm not talking about numbers of vote. I'm talking about percentages of votes. That means that percentage of black votes did not vote for the Democrat candidate they voted for the republican candidate and they probably voted for republicans that's why you're seeing the sweep of the house with republican women who are coming in because percentages voted that way but for somehow trump didn't get the benefit 
of those percentages. When you see those percentages of Spanish, of, of Latino votes, it's almost mathematically impossible that he could have lost unless something is totally hanky-pankied. Now, I got to tell you now, I'm, I'm a realist. I'm a realist, uh, and uh, I don't, um, I don't uh, at all like to dabble in things that are just, you know, nebulous and smoky and, and things that, just can't happen unless it comes down to a, a question of faith. And I do that when it comes come to individuals, but not to political circumstances. You see, politics is a science based on numbers. And anyone who is saying to you that these numbers are somehow legit, they're lying to you. I just told you, you when you take away percentages of votes from one candidate and they go to another candidate, not numbers. I'm not talking about 50,000 votes or 100,000 votes or even uh, 500,000 votes. I'm talking about when you take away percentages. Trump took away percentages from the Democrats. That's why you see the Democrat, the, the Republican women sweeping into office the way they did. It's because Trump's coattails were long. But somehow he did not get himself. Somehow there was a uh, exit gate, a derailment of vote. For this president that you will never, it doesn't appear, I certainly hope I'm wrong, but it does not appear you'll be able to prove that anything untoward happened even though you know it did. You know it did. The mathematics says that it did. Now, whether you're black, white, Jew, Gentile, whoever you are. Mathematics numbers can be made to lie only if they are manipulated artificially. But the numbers themselves, unmanipulated, always, always tell the truth. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. On with me earlier in this segment was Brandon Straka, who is the founder of Walk Away. And um, I certainly hope that we can work a little bit with them in the months and days to come. I'm CL. You thought I was worth saving. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL, back with you on this great day. In the USA, thank you all for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here uh, on the C.L. Bryant Show. You know, Jeff Landry will be my guest after the top of the uh, hour. He is the attorney general, great state of Louisiana, our home state. In fact, Jeff is from down in Acadiana, uh, where my relatives are from, down Opelousas and uh, Lake Charles, that, that area down there. And um, he's going to be on with me. Now, Jeff has said that Pennsylvania's 253-member Republican majority General Assembly, uh, Assembly has the authority to determine election procedure and legislators decide that mail ballots decided that mail ballots needed to be in hand at 8 p.m. November 3rd. But the seven-member Democratic majority Pennsylvania Supreme Court, citing problems with the U.S. Postal Service unconstitutionally, changed the legislative prerogative by allowing ballots to arrive late as long as they were mailed by election day, he said. Oh, we have problems here. Uh, The main problem that we're having is time. Now, it was true. I think it was around the 12th or 13th of December before it was actually certified that W had won, George W. had won his election. So we all know that there's no real precedent here to be more speedy than it, it, took, it took at least to do that. It was 12th or the 13th of December before we knew that uh, George W., had won the presidency. We was hanging Chad and everywhere. And so um, those who are saying that, you know, we need to go ahead and do this, need to go ahead and do this. If there are irregularities, if there are irregularities, 
And we know that there are irregularities. We know that there are. I keep giving you the example of, uh, of, of O.J. and Harvey Weinstein. Uh, O.J., of course, was not found guilty of uh, murdering his wife. But the wheels of justice grind slowly. But they grind surely. And uh, I believe that they will grind surely on this too, Americans. And being a person of faith, I must know that somehow, don't know how, but I know that somehow God will make this all right for us who are believers He'll make it good for us too. All right. Are you trusting him for that? Huh? You have to fight the fight. I mean, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. It's not like you're going to sit down and just let him uh, do it from heaven. No, that's why you're here on earth. Thy kingdom come. You're if if you say that you are a person of faith, I'm not talking about Baptist, Methodist, Protestant, Christian, uh, Jewish, Muslim, uh, none of that. I am talking about a person of faith who believes that there is a creator God and that you believe in the principles of this nation and that the creator has endowed you with certain unalienable rights. And among them is life, liberty, and the ability to pursue your happiness. If you believe that, then uh, you must know that it's incumbent upon us to, to fight and to act. faith without works is dead it's your faith that causes you to work huh faith without action is dead you have faith in america but you you never take any actions toward preserving the principles that have made it america you never take those steps. You never take the action. And one of the reasons I admire people like, um, you know, Brandon Straka is because like, like us at Freedom Works, uh, like me personally, like others that we can name them and name them, name them. They take action. They go into the heat of the battle, sometimes risking life and limb. It's because you love your country, the things that you love. You know, you love your family, right? I have four children, 11 grandchildren. I love them, so I will sacrifice for them. And God knows I do. I, you know, I, I will defend them. And God knows I have. 
and will to the death. And the question that I asked uh, yesterday is the same question that I am asking today. Do you love your country? And uh, unlike Michelle Obama, even when I didn't understand the extent of my family's history in this country, I knew in my young heart that where I was at the point in time that I was there, even in the 60s when I was growing up, in the 60s when I was growing up, I I knew that there was a pony in that stable somewhere under all of that horse manure. My parents had given me an optimistic spirit about America, not pessimistic. And the reason how they gave me an optimistic spirit about America and and how I escaped the pessimism of so many who uh, with my skin tone and, uh, you know, fell prey to. And that's the victimization is that my parents worked hard to get their portion of what they could get of the American dream and they worked hard to pave the way so that I could get more of that American dream than they had. And they showed me and taught me that the goal and the mission that I was on was to pave the way even more for their grandchildren, my children. Now, what bothers me really bad is this. Now that I have paved that for my children the way my parents paved it for me and their parents uh, in their own way and in their own time paved it for my parents ahead of them down to me, down to my children, is that somehow we have lost the paving tools. It's rough out there on the streets. Those streets are full of potholes of dissension and socialist ideas that our young people are falling headlong into. They're not even asking questions except for Straka and people like like him and, and Candace. They're, they're, they're not even asking questions about this election en masse. College students, when something, if something like this had occurred back in my day, if something like this had occurred back in my day, College students would be in the streets demanding a fair count. Not these days. No. Do you know why? Because they have drank the poison. The poisoning of the American, the blood poisoning of the American bloodstream 
is so prevalent in our young people that not even the zeal of being a college student in a nation like ours can drive those kids to the street raving about injustice in the voting system because the progressive socialist communist professors in those universities have utterly dominated the brainwashing room that is a revolving door. They're in and they're out. They're in and they're out. They come back in for more brainwashing and their country can be stolen from them as Nikita Khrushchev said it could be without firing a shot. Are you hearing me? Nikita Khrushchev banged his shoe on his desk at the UN back in the early 60s. I think it was 60 or 61. And he declared that he would take this nation without firing a shot. How did he do that? How would he do that? Same way Hitler did it. Take it through your children. Hitler, Hitler didn't care. Hitler said it himself. I don't care if you vote for me. I don't care if you don't. I don't care if you don't like me. I have your children. There's no college children. There's no college. There's no colleges around the country in the streets doing anything. There's no college kids doing anything around this country except protesting against the things that have given them the right to protest. Huh? That's that's the only. If this was occurring back in my day, you would have college students protesting the fact that there was a tainted vote. Not today. We're in trouble. Jeff Landry, attorney general of the great state of Louisiana, will be with me. Uh, after the top of the news break. Thank you so much for coming along. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice, the C.L. Bryant Show.
Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Still, the greatest success story the world has ever known. And that, my friends, is America. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, over the talk monster, Red State Talk, which is the largest talk platform in the nation. If you're traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, and there you will see the Talk Monster billboard, the Red State billboard, and 24 hours a day. Every hour, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there in Times Square. No C.L.'s face looking right back at you about a block, half block from where they drop the big ball. Won't be the same this year, folks. In fact, if, in fact, the fraud and mismanagement of our election process continues, it may never be the same. It may never be the same. Joining me now is the Republican Attorney General's Association Chairman by the Attorney General of the great state of Louisiana, my home state, and he is my friend. Glad to have him back on here. Help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryan Show, the Attorney General Jeff Landry. How are you, friend? CL, it's been way too long. Good. I mean, it's just great to hear your voice. It really is. It's... Uh... Well, thank just, you, Jeff. Just appreciate everything that y'all guys are doing. Thank you so much for that, uh, so much, General. Let me ask you this. What about this election, especially what's going on in Philadelphia? I saw that you've had a lot to say all over the news about what's happening in Philadelphia and in this vote in general. What is it about this vote that Americans may be missing as far as the, the robbery that may be taking place? Talk to us, Jeff Landry. <clears throat> Well, the first problem uh, that, that, that a number of attorney generals from around the country have weighed into is this Pennsylvania case. Uh, and that case basically arises out of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court's uh, rewriting of Pennsylvania law, which is, again, a big problem. You know, see, we continue to see these courts basically take the place or feel like they can just bend their will uh, and act as legislators. And that's what the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did. And that's problematic because what they did was, let me step back and explain. So the Pennsylvania General Assembly passed a law that if, if they were going to engage in mail balloting, that those ballots, they wrote into the law in a very, very plain language, that all ballots must be received by 8 p.m. on election day. Quite simple. Well, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania didn't like that. They said, no, 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 and we just, we might not allow you to receive those ballots for about three days after the election. Now, now look, that's patently unfair, because if you were in Pennsylvania and wanted to vote in person, and you were not in line at 8 p.m., they wouldn't let you vote. You know, if if, if, if uh, you got in an accident, or somebody, or, or the road was blocked, or there was an accident on the way to uh, the, the polling place, that's just, you're just out of luck. And so that's certainly within the Pennsylvania General Assembly's right to write that into law. State Pennsylvania Supreme Court said no and granted that exception. Let me ask you this, Attorney General Jeff Landry. Is there a remedy for this as far can those votes that came in late, 
Can they be discounted? And what type of revolution, what type of revolt are we looking at in this country, regardless of how this thing turns out? Talk to us. Well, look, I think it's, uh, I think, first of all, you know, Justice Alito ordered that all of the, the ballots that came in at the APM be segregated. Uh, if they can be segregated, then those votes will, the court will decide whether or not those votes will be counted. And then we'll determine based upon that vote count who possibly the winner is on that particular issue. But look, again, there are a number of irregularities that have come to light in, in during this election cycle. And it is extremely troubling. And both myself and many attorney generals from around the country said, look, we should ensure that all legal votes are counted and that all irregularities are clarified so that the American people could have confidence. It's problematic. Let, Let me ask you this then, Attorney General Jeff Landry. When we see this type of thing going on in our nation, tell us about the confidence of the electoral process. If that be shaken, and is there an an active move to actually shake the electoral process by those who might be on the left? Is there something more nefarious here going on? You, know, you certainly, I mean, there are a number of key indicators that, that could raise a suspicion that there are. Uh, I would tell you that once the people have lost faith in their ability to elect their representatives, then they lose faith in democracy and the system, you know, crumbles. Uh, and, and, I mean, you know, chaos it envelops. Uh, that's the problem. I mean, it, you, know, you know, I was asked a question on Fox News uh, a couple of days ago by Martha McCallum as to whether or not we felt any pressure uh, to, to, to agree with the media's outcome, and I'm kind of paraphrasing it at that point, uh, we call it the election. And I told her, you know, I, I don't, I feel, the only weight we feel, the pressure I feel, is to ensure that we get it right. Uh, we're, we're not looking for a particular outcome. We want to make sure that the outcome that the people spoke on election day is the, is the proper outcome. And, you know, you know, Jeff, when we talk about mathematics and that type thing uh, and, and, and numbers is what I've done for so many years, the, the mathematics to me, when we talk about percentages leaving the Democrat Party and voting for the president, it, both in the black and the Latino communities, when we, not, not numbers, but percentages, when you see percentages switching sides, Jeff, to me, and, and I just can't let it go. It, it just does not seem possible that he could have lost this election. It just doesn't seem possible. Is there then a, a reason for us to to have the suspicion until people like you and the Attorney General's Association bring us to the conclusion that everything is copacetic? When will we know that we can move forward as a country? Well, look, I mean, that's, that's really two questions. Number one, should we be suspect? I think that your math and, 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 and the things that you raised certainly raise an eyebrow. And if our eyebrows raised, then, then that, that's worth looking into. And as you look into it, if you find more and more irregularities, that becomes problematic. Uh, so, yes, I think we, we, we should, we should uh, have patience as we work through these, these, these issues. And, and, then, and, you know, and, and then the second part of your question is when? 
That's a great question. I really don't know. Um, but I do believe that we're, you know, we're fast approaching the December 14th deadline, which, which, which is, is, um, is set inside of the Constitution and the law as to when the electors have to be sent to the House. And so, you know, we certainly have at least that period of time. And I would say that if you're looking for the next action date, I would say it'd be the 14th of December. And we know that, uh, what was it, George W. George W., I don't think we had a certification on him until around the 13th of of December when that election was occurring. So, folks, we do have time. Stop listening to all of uh, these folks trying to put pressure on the president to concede defeat. We want to make sure it's Jeff Landry, attorney general from the great state of Louisiana, my home state, uh, has just said we want to make sure it is right, as he told Martha McCallum. Jeff, I've never asked you this question. Final question for you today. Legacy. When it's all said and done and you and I are sitting somewhere uh, down there on the bayou looking at sunset and uh, we talking about the old times uh, back here in the 20s, talk to us about your legacy. Uh, What do you want us to say about us? Uh, What do you what do you want to say about you? Look, I think I think that right now, you know, is is one of those uh, inflection points of history. Uh, As we've all learned, we've all had different times. In, in America's history where the country had to choose a direction. Uh, and, and this is one of those times. And what I would hope is that we can say that, guess what? When we came to one of these inflection points, the country remained on a path of freedom and liberty and self-responsibility and being able to, 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 to chart your own path. Uh, and so that's what I hope when me and you get to sit on that bayou. Absolutely. Listen, Jeff, continue to fight the good fight. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. And uh, I I know that you will fight the good fight because Jeff Landry, Attorney General of Louisiana, you are fighting the good fight. Let me throw this in here, folks. There's a whole nother conversation. I do believe he'd make a fantastic governor of our state, but that's a whole nother conversation. Jeff Landry, we'll have it back another time. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, and that was my good friend, Jeff Landry. All of y'all know how I feel about Jeff. Uh, hey, they ain't never been, ain't never been a secret uh, to that. And uh, as we say down in Louisiana, ain't never. <laughs> yeah, it ain't never been no secret. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, three triple double negatives all in one sentence. Uh, ain't never. <laughs> Uh, been no, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the way we do it around the table down there. And I look forward to the day when, yeah. Uh, but hey, the troubles of this old world, I don't think will ever be over. Not for us as long as we're living it. You just have to find your way through it. Do what you do, the best that you can, while you can, with what you have. Are you hearing me? Rose Tennant is coming up. I think Michelle is going to bring her in with me. Uh, She's going to give us her perspective on uh, PA as well uh, here today. I think she'll be the last interview that we have today. Uh, I got an eye out for it. Michelle, thanks a lot. And um, but anyway, we've had Brandon Straka, founder of um, Walk Away. on with us in the first hour of the show. And uh, we just had on with us Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry, uh, who I really, and just, it's just me saying this now. Because ain't nobody else saying this but me. 
I know Jeff would make a fantastic governor of the great state of Louisiana. Conservative, fiscally to the core. Oh, yeah. Constitutionalist to the core. Good fella, solid to the core. My friend, you better believe it to the core. And if he runs, I'll be knocking on doors myself. Even if I be living, even if I'm living in somewhere else, I'll still come back here and help Jeff Landry win that race. Hey, folks, the times, they are a-changing. No question about it. When we think about what you must do, what has to happen now, and what, and the question that you, you're asked, what are you prepared to do? If it goes from bad to worse, you, you have to be prepared for that. If it goes from bad to worse, what are you prepared to do? Oh, yeah, they, they want to close your churches. Don't you see what's happening up there in New York City? Huh? Don't you see that? Everything else can, the casinos can stay open, uh, you know. The the variety shows can stay open, Circus Lake, you know, they can stay open, they can do whatever they want. But only 50 people can go to church at a time. Oh, COVID, COVID's not at Cir- uh, Circus Lake. It's not at the casino. It's not in none of those places. It's at church, though. Is that is is that the places of worship? Are you hearing me? It's no. It's it's not at the casinos. <laughs> I wonder why it's not at the casinos in New York. Oh, you think about it. <laughs> I am not. I'm not saying a word. Not me. I learned years and years ago. Yeah, just, you know, but the places of worship now are evidently incubating trays for COVID, but not the casinos. Maybe it's the booze and the smoke and all of that that goes on in the casinos. What makes the church uh, then the worst place to possibly be in the minds of Governor Cuomo? (laughs) You know. You know. Oh, we don't like to talk about it, but you know. This whole thing has been run Starting in China. By people with 
nefarious, nefarious intentions. And when we look at this election, and you know, the only the only the only thing that you can really uh, trust God for uh, right now is to bring us through. Because let's just say you lose Georgia. Let's just say Georgia's gone. Senate's gone. What are you going to do? Jump off a bridge? No, no, you're not going to jump off a bridge. I'm not. Am I going to leave my country? No, no, I'm not going to leave my country. It's 72 million of us who, um, you know, voted for this president. And if I if I have to leave the march myself, you know, I'm going to stay in my country. I'm going to fight for my country. Because the mantra to take it back now is truly uh, on the table again. Take back our country. Because, friends, it seems like every 16 years, we every, what, um, 12 years, every 12 years, it seems now we have to take it back. <laughs> what what happens to us? I mean, what, what is a new crop of, of stupid that comes through? I mean, what what happens? And then they they wise up, and uh, you know, <laughs> oh boy! But then you know we have to suffer the slings and arrows the whole time, though. That's the problem. It's not necessarily the fact that sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Is that when we lose to socialist and communist ideas shaping the future of our company, when, when every time we lose any ground to them, and this time we're looking at losing ground in the Senate, whereas you have a tie-breaking vote by a socialist vice president, Kamala Harris, that will surely swing our nation in a socialist direction, thus causing us to perhaps having to overcome some things that um, will harm us. If we don't take our country Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Are lifted high 
CL, back with you on this great day in uh, the USA. And I want to thank all of you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here over Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio. Hey, folks, I've been talking to uh, some business associates and people I've done business with um, here these last few days and you should do the same thing i mean talk to you all everybody that you uh have done business with and is doing business with or um i have a in fact I need to call my boot guy i have a boot guy larry the boot guy there over in, on um shreveport barksdale not shreveport barksdale High. well yeah yeah shreveport barksdale highway over in bozier city um, if you get off on the traffic street exit, hey, Larry, I'm throwing you some business, baby. Here it comes. If you get off on the traffic street exit, they're on I-20 in Bossier City. And just keep straight at that I- uh, traffic street exit. And uh, on your left-hand side will be the little small hole-in-the-wall boot shop. That's where I buy my boots from Larry over there in uh, Bossier City. I have some really fine boots. And Dan Post is one of my favorites. And uh, Larry always has a good selection of post. So, my friends and neighbors, here we are talking to small businessmen about their future. I, I know that um, many of them, and hey, this is the this is the rub in New York City with. Um, Cuomo saying what he's saying about, you know, business maybe shutting down every, uh, you know, well, not necessarily businesses that he likes. If you're if you're a part of, you know, what he does and what he likes. Well, you're you're good. You're good to go. But if you're a part of what the uh, structure that he would like to destroy the idealistic structure, if you're a part of that, that that he would like to destroy, like church, people of faith. And I don't know what it is Cuomo has against the Jewish community in um, New York City. I mean, they were fans of his father. And obviously he must have won a lot of that Jewish vote to become governor himself, but it seems like he has some kind of vendetta against them. So there you go. I don't know um, what to quite say about it, except for the fact that all of us need to be aware of evaporating economic opportunities. You're going to see a prediction come true real soon of Donald John Trump. Now, it's going to be very strange if the president is not in office. Let me tell you what you're going to be looking at. You're going to be looking at almost a biblical situation. Are you hearing me? You're going to be looking at an almost biblical situation. And it's going to come from one of the most unlikely people 
in the entire world. That's Donald Trump. A prof- speaking a prophetic word. This is what he said. First of all, he said your religious freedoms will be trampled. Now that Cuomo feels as though he has the immunity to do it, that's what he's going to do. He's going to trample first the religious freedoms of those in New York City. However, the Catholic Arch- Archdiocese is pushing back. Now, what you're seeing is is, is that the Catholic Arch- Archdiocese and the Catholic Archdiocese there and in New York is, hey, they're no choir boys. <laughs> Well, they may have sang in the choir one day. In fact, I did too. I mean, I was a choir boy. I was a choir boy. Uh, yeah, I sang in the choir. But they're no choir boys now. Neither am I. They're pushing back. And I have a feeling they will come to blows here pretty soon. Except that I, I think Cuomo is going to back it down. Cuomo is going to back it down. Because Americans are sick and tired of the mask Nazis. And I am joining with everyone I can join with. Even though this Thanksgiving will be a more somber one for me, I uh, will just be looking for the day to pass. It's a year of first for me. It's the first year that I'll spend uh, Thanksgiving uh, a very, very, very long time. Without Jane Bryant. And so I'm just, um, myself, I'm going to be looking for the day to just pass. Oh, I'm going to be out and about somewhere. You know, I don't, I don't, won't be around uh, um, a lot of people. But I'll be out and about somewhere, probably trying to find me some turkey and dressing to to just eat. (laughs) It's by choice. Everybody, all kinds of folks have invited me. Uh, to Thanksgiving. But this is what I'm encouraging all of you to do. Make sure you protect grandma and those who may have, you know, underlying conditions or you check yourself real good these next few days because um, we're a week away from Thanksgiving. Two, two, Two weeks. We're two weeks away from Thanksgiving. So you get yourself checked out real good. Check your health. Make sure that there's no underlying anything. When grandma comes, you make sure that y'all have her a mask. And if you're going to be around her, make sure that, uh, you know, you have a mask on. But y'all get together in droves. Droves. Do you hear me? Droves. Americans, don't you allow fear to rob you of the blessing of family. Car accidents happen. Life happens. Stepping off the curb, the wrong time, wrong place, being around the wrong people at the wrong time. Standing on a street corner in Chicago or Shreveport, for that matter, life can end. You're not afraid to go outside, are you? I mean, you you don't let that scare you from going outside, do you? Because that can happen to you. Probably in a greater degree than it is for you to catch COVID. 
I, now, my good friend, uh, Dr. Um, uh, Rafael um, Yosarev, he, he challenged me on the idea that, you know, you get into your car every day and you drive it down the street every day. The chances of you getting into an accident and being killed in that accident is greater than you dying, catching COVID and dying from it. Dying from it. I mean, it's not greater than you catching it, but it's greater than you dying from it. Even grandma, if she got COVID, the chances of her dying from it is less than the getting killed in a car accident on the way over to your house for Thanksgiving. But yet you put her in the car, didn't you? You sure did. And believe me, on Thanksgiving, there's all kinds of drunks and stuff out there. Thanks. Here comes New Year's and Christmas. Now COVID's not going to be driving any cars, but alcohol will be. That's not going to keep you off the road. Never has. <laughs> every one of us, every holiday, I don't care what it is, we risk that head-on collision, don't we? Sure we do. We don't live our lives in fear. We don't do it. We just don't do it. We don't live our lives in fear. And so you cannot allow what these elitists are saying to you because I'm telling you they're going to have their gatherings. Are you hearing me? They are going to have their gatherings. But they take great pleasure in playing Scrooge for you. Do you understand what the founding fathers gave to us? The power to self-govern? Back in when, when scarlet fever, yellow fever, whatever it was, was sweeping through parts of our country. Yeah, people did lose their lives, but self-governance of Americans. We always went on. We always, yeah, we were afraid sometimes. Sometimes we were actually hysterical. But we always went on. We always survived. We lost some along the way. Yes, that is true. But the herd, the people were stronger because of it. And through the medical technology, vaccines were brought about. But even before vaccines came about, before there was ever any medicine for uh, plagues and so forth that came upon the earth, people naturally got tougher. That's what they're intended to do. That's what they're intended to do for you. These types of things they're, they're It's appointed unto all of us wants to die. And you can try to protect yourself from it 
And we do. That's common sense. We should. But you shouldn't fear living your life because there's a virus around. That's foolish. Especially when you can get into your car and be killed with greater percentage than dying from the virus. Now, there may be some that want to challenge that, but uh, believe me. You can, it, it's, I'm not talking about the percentage of you catching it. You, you, all of us are going to catch COVID at, by, either by injection of a vaccine or by exposure to someone who had it. But all of us are going to come in contact with it. And just like the measles and everything else that plagues mankind, that have plagued mankind, tuberculosis, all the rest of it that have plagued mankind, leprosy, all of that that has plagued mankind. We've all been in some ways either exposed to it by vaccine or by exposure. I never will forget how frantic we were. Uh, A cousin of ours had come down with tuberculosis uh, some years ago now, nearly 30 years ago now. And um, my wife, my my wife Jane and I had been up to um, his house helping him. He was very old. Eli, Eli was his name. Cousin Eli. And um, he had been down to the farm to see my grandmother. He was uh, her first cousin, made him my second cousin, maybe second, maybe first cousin twice removed, which is really a second cousin. Anyway, he came down with tuberculosis. And what do they do? Well, they made everyone who had been in contact with one another go get that shot or whatever and I can't remember if the if the bubble showed up or if the bubble didn't show up whether he had enough anyway I was ne- we were negative Jane and I were negative but my grandmother tested positive uh they gave her whatever you know it was she was fine but you know what they said they said that she was then from that on was immune to getting tuberculosis I don't know how true that is, but that's what I, that's what that, that was understanding. Somehow they don't want you to believe that uh, Rand Paul was definitely trying to help us to understand that uh, once you get this, I mean, you, you got it. Maybe he wasn't, he didn't say this, but what he indicated was maybe, maybe it'd be good if in fact we just live our lives and let the course of nature do what it does and what it has done. Instead of the heavy hand of government coming in trying to tell us that they know better through their scientists that are handpicked to carry on an ideal that they are trying to promote. Instead of telling us the truth that good old sunshine is the best tonic for any virus. It kills, I think, the coronavirus in, what, 15 minutes or something like that, exposure to the sun. So why don't you get out there and get some sunshine? I think that's what I'm going to do a little bit later on today is just get some sunshine. I think I'll work outside. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. This great American neighborhood of ours. What is going to come of it?
What happens once, and, and, and friends, believe me, I never anticipated having this conversation with you. In reality, I never thought that I always knew there was a possibility, of course. But I never thought that for some un and, and listen, do you recall me saying that if for some ungodly reason we wake up on November 4th and friends, all of you know that now it is uh, past the weekend, into the weekend uh, and on the uh, yeah, uh, we're at the 15th, the 16th of November <laughs> gone on through the weekend and we're having this conversation 12 days after the election the conversation says that Joe Biden is the 40 sixth president of the United States. I never fashioned in my mind, never thought in my mind, never considered the possibility of Donald John Trump issuing a speech of concession. I still don't hear it. I still don't see it. I still don't believe it could possibly be real. And I pray God that it's not. But the reality is speaking and the reality is saying that it could be so. At this moment, I'm simply saying it ain't necessarily so. It ain't necessarily so. But it could be. I'm CL. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Rose Tennant. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always live 
CL, back with you on this great day in the USA, still the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. And hey, friends, you stay in the fight. Don't you give up. Don't you surrender. Don't you retreat. Because uh, fresh breeze is going to blow through. I would never, I, I have never thought that the day would come when I would even consider the fact that we would be hearing a, a concession speech from Donald John Trump. I still don't see it. I still don't, I still don't hear it. But um, on with me now is a, a good friend of mine and uh, someone who I value their opinion. She was on with me just last week, right before the election. And I want to talk to her right now because uh, we're both still in that same uh, state of shock over what has gone on and the thoroughness of how fraud can be committed. Help me welcome back to the show, Rose, who is unplugged. Rose Unplugged, my good friend, Rose Tennant. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. Hey, C.L., good to be on with you. How are you? I'm doing fantastically well, Rose. Talk to me about this. Um, what happened? What, what, Rose, what, what happened? I, I, I just don't, I, Rose, I am so, so frustrated right now. I, I just can't, uh, I can't even express it. Talk to me. Well, I, I don't know if I would say I was frustrated. I would say that um, this is something that we warned about. You know, where Pennsylvania is concerned, Pennsylvania has been fabled in story and song for their voter fraud. And uh, it seems that now they have it down to an art form. And I think that, I mean, we had warned about this prior to the election. We were concerned about it all over the country. There's great concern with the ballot harvesting, the manipulation of ballots, um, just so many things that have gone wrong. I mean, here in Pennsylvania, in Erie County, we had a postmaster that told his employees to back date um, ballots that were coming through. Ballots were coming in from all over the place. And in one place in Erie County, the two cameras that were on in the counting room simultaneously went off at the same time overnight on election night. What a coincidence, right? Wow. So here's the thing, CL. You know, in the past, when, when Republicans lost to Bill Clinton, they lost to Barack Obama, there was fraud, particularly in Philadelphia, for that race. But it was never anything that was like, you know what, we really, this is, there's something seriously wrong here. It was like, we, we took it on the chin, we lost the race. Um, but this time around, there's something much more nefarious going on. And the level of fraud is so much greater than it was in 2016 or any other year prior. So we can't just take it on the chin because if we take it on the chin, then we lose the Republic. It, we will never have a free election again, not ever. And it's so important for the Republic, for the future, for our children's future and their children's future that we fight this. And, and I'm so proud of the president for staying in the fight. Um, this guy has had nothing but resistance. You know, from the moment, even from before the moment he stepped into the White House and there's been resistance. But you can't tell me that Barack Obama, who was hugely and widely popular and who had, what was it, 69 million votes, 69, almost five, 69 and a half, we'll just say. 
And then we're to believe that Biden, Biden beat those numbers by eight and a half million. I reject that. <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. That is I absolutely don't. insane. And you know what, Rose? I've been saying this uh, uh, since I was in Detroit with Brandon Straka, who was on with us earlier uh, in the show, um, the founder of Walkaway. I've been saying yeah. at percentages, you know, Rose, what I did uh, for a living, uh, I was in finance for, for years and years uh, before, you know, walking away from that. But Rose, when you talk about percentages, not numbers, I'm not talking about 50,000 or 100,000. I'm talking about 15 or 8 or 10 percent. 10, 8% of more black people voted for Trump this time than they did last time. That's percentages. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, more than that of Latinos voted for Trump this time than they did last time. Mathematically, with those types of percentages, it's almost impossible. It's virtually impossible for you to lose a race when you pull those types of percentages. Rose, have so many of us are, are thinking that we're on the brink of revolution in this country because if we don't act, as you're saying, if we take this on the chin, as you're saying, well, then we lose the republic. What are we prepared we do. to do to save the republic? Talk to us. No, we're prepared. We're, we're prepared to stay in this fight as long as necessary. And look, as I have to be able to say to my son, to his children, that I stood and I stood firm in that fight um, to save the republic. And all we can do, all any of us can do, is stand firm right now with the president. Um, I would say continue to pray. I, my prayer is that um, the evil would be confounded, you know, that all of their uh, sneaky ways they would be confounded. And I also pray that some of them, and many of them have already, there have been Democrats that have come forth and said, you know what, what I witnessed is not right. I'm praying that people will be convicted and they would they would say, you know what, this is not right. This isn't right. Um, and, and, and then I have to, in the end, see, I'll like you, I'll just trust God. You know, but I need to know that I I stood with the president and we fought the fraud. Absolutely. You know, Rose Tennant, my good friend Rose Tennant is on with me. Rose Unplugged. Uh, Check her out. Uh, Rose, tell everybody how to get in touch with you, how to get in touch with you to bring you to where they are or to help you. And if they're so inclined, talk to us. Thank you so much for always doing that. I appreciate that about you. On Facebook, it's Rose Unplugged. My website is Rose Unplugged. On Twitter, it's at Rose underscore unplugged. On Parlor, it's oh, is that Parlor? That's a new one, right? Yes, um, a new I, one. Yeah, Rose <laughs> I just went there. Uh, we me or me we is Rose unplugged, and Instagram is Rose unplugged with the number one. So it's pretty easy to remember. Well, hey Rose, uh, I know that you're going to continue to fight the good fight because you are fighting the good fight and i look forward to joining you um in that fight rose tell me one more thing um is this then uh going to uh, listen when we look back on the the one term at this point that this president has had there's no question in my mind and it shouldn't be any question in america's mind that he is the greatest pre- in, in the three and a half years this president had done things that no one else had done period, in the presidency. I just cannot believe that God would allow this to take place without there being some kind of judgment on our nation uh, that comes after it. So, Rose, you were talking about praying, and and I want want to say this, and I I hope that you can join with me in this prayer. I pray that 
the people of God will get up off their behinds mm. and the, 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 the mobilization of God's people will take place that the Christian soldiers will mobilize and, and stop sitting around by uh, the babbling brook waiting on God to, to move. You must act Christian people and, and, and with courage and, and, and let's do it now. Rose, let's have that prayer that the Christian people will stop being as lackadaisical as we have been. I agree. I mean, look, this is a battle. This battle is every bit as great as the Revolutionary War because we are fighting for the exact same thing. We are fighting for freedom, and that is spiritual. The fact that that, that God is the author of our freedom. He is the one who gives us our liberties. They don't come from man. Otherwise, man can take them away, and we've been seeing that. But God is the author of our freedoms, and that is why we pray. That is why we fight this battle, because it is our God-given right. And I want to tell you something. It is not by coincidence that all eyes are on Pennsylvania right now, because Pennsylvania is so is so intricately a part of the whole forming of this nation. It was Pennsylvania, in what we now call Independence Hall, where they, they signed the Declaration of Independence. It was Pennsylvania where the, um, the most amazing document was ever drafted, and that is our Constitution. It is Pennsylvania that is considered the keystone state because everything came from there. So it's it, it's not uh, that it, it's not weird or a coincidence that everything that we're watching right now is going on in Pennsylvania and some of the biggest fraud, some of the worst cases are in Pennsylvania. This, my friend, is a spiritual battle. Absolutely, so you can only fight a spiritual battle on your knees. So Absolutely, on your knees, everybody. Absolutely, and you know, Rose, um, when we think about Pennsylvania being the cradle of the American Republic. And now it is the centerpiece of fraudulent voting in this country. The cradle of where our First Amendment right was pinned. And now the cradle of the dismantling of that same right. Rose, we must fight this. We must fight and we must fight it hard. Thank you so much for joining us all, Rose, in this battle. And thank you for what you do uh, in this battle. I'll see you out there on the field because, uh, listen, uh, back to back, shoulder to shoulder, whatever it's going to take. Let's go do this. Let's go do this. All right, my friend. I'll talk to you Thank soon. You. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye-bye. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we uh, engage the battle that is before us. Are you hearing me? There is a battle before us that uh, will uh, answer the question of whether or not we occupy until he comes or not. He may need to come if we fail to occupy. Hey, Scripture has told us um, in uh, the 24th, um, yeah, um, yeah, 24th chapter of Matthew that if the days of deception had not been shortened, it would fool the very elect of of Christ, the very people who Christ had elected unto himself, Christians. The deception would grow so uh, uh, pervasive that it would fool. If they hadn't been shortened, if those those days had not been shortened, then 
you would begin to see a trending of even the church. God's elect trending toward the deception. You can't tell me that's not what we're saying. We're seeing even the church trending toward the deception. And when you see these things, uh, you know, happening and drawing nigh, you know, well, you look up. You look up because your redemption in all of this, you, you know, uh, th- there is a redeeming that has to take place. We have been the stalwart, the light of the world as far as the Judeo-Christian ethic is concerned. We had been that. But there's a redeem. We had been that to the world and the world through us, through people like the Billy Graham crusade. That was nationally televised. You know, you remember when Billy Graham crusade was nationally televised? Huh? We were the light of the world. America, we, we were the light of the world. But there's a redemption that's necessary now. I'm CL, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we have built the bridge to conversation. I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank him for preserving our nation through our men and women in uniform who defend our right to still speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God would bless and keep you all.